Hello there. Welcome along to the Sport and Life podcast, Monday the 19th of October. I hope you are. I hope you had a good weekend. A bit of autumn sunshine here over Cheltenham in the west of England. Thank you to the sponsors, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Check out Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham's website. And, of course, the social media these days. I got a text from Jason Briggs, the proprietor, the boss man, and in the courtyard in Montpellier in Cheltenham uh, with a video of my dad's, or my dad's father's Bang Olufsen uh, record player from the 1960s when they lived in Germany that they are repairing and renovating. And it seems to be moving now, a bit of life in it. So that's pretty cool. Check out Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham online. And immunity and health are pertinent. And we're going to hear from Johnny Nelson, former world cruiserweight champion and also a man who believes he suffered from COVID-19 over the weekend and felt like it was uh, a, a, someone's foot on his chest. We'll get to Johnny in just a second, even though he's had negative test results for coronavirus. So it's a complex picture. We'll get to Johnny in a moment, but it kind of brings home and he was saying how important fitness has been to him. We'll talk about his fitness program he's done online with another former boxer, Spencer Oliver, but also just how important it is to look after ourselves with this thing hitting. He thinks if he'd been in worse, Nick, it would have been serious problems. He said he couldn't breathe at, at times as it was. But in terms of immunity and supplements, boosting your vitamin D levels, is it selenium, zinc, whatever it might be you're particularly interested in or particularly concerned about, cytoplan.co.uk is a company we've been using for two decades as the Draper family, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N, Cytoplan. And if you go there, you can get a 10% discount with my code DRAPER10, all capital letters, D-R-A-P-E-R, then the number's one, zero. So I hope you are well. Really appreciate Johnny's time today. I wasn't really sure because he said he had a chest infection over the weekend. We were due to speak Friday and wanted to speak to him about Sonny Liston because I've been watching a series of fantastic documentaries about heavyweight, particularly black heavyweight American boxers from the 20th century and just how you can chart sociocultural change in America through their life stories, what they encountered. And one that was fascinating was Sonny Liston, a former convict, owned, they say, by the mafia throughout his career, but world champion, a fearsome boxer, came from real humble origins, never learned to read and write as far as I know. Uh, Arkansas sharecropper, one of 25 children. I think it was like 24th or 25, maybe. Maybe wrong with that, but had some pretty traumatic childhood with his old man whipping him. He was basically a human plow at times, plowing the fields. This is what the reality was where he grew up in the 1930s in the USA. So it's a kind of real fascinating documentary prior the lives and deaths of, of Sonny Liston on Sky at the moment. And I Sky Documentaries, I believe, is a channel. I just wanted to speak to Johnny Nelson, former world champion, and a guy who, who knows all about the history. This is a former, uh, former <laughs> boxing parlance, but a man of Jamaican history and a black man. And it's just interesting to get his sense of, of Liston's part in the piece that t- takes us from Jack Johnson, who was pretty much on the scene, became the first black heavyweight champion of America, who was on the scene just after slavery, really. In reality, he was born 13 years after slavery. And then you have Joe Lewis and, and these subsequent fighters who who chart the sort of emancipation and, and, and movement towards equality. And perhaps Muhammad Ali, by pioneering equality globally, became such a hero, was sort of the um, the high point of that that story. But it still goes on to this day. So it's a fascinating one with Johnny. Really appreciate his time, particularly, as I say, with his uh, ill health over recent times. Hope you enjoy this. We talk a bit about Lomachenko Lopez at the, at the end from the weekend as well. Thank you, guys. 
when we're, we're going. Okay, Johnny Nelson, I believe we are recording on the Zoom machine now. How are you, sir? You're well. You were just telling me before we started recording that you've had some trials and tribulations health-wise over the weekend. Sounds pretty scary. Ed, I'm better, better than I was. I, um, I've got a, a newfound belief or respect for the people in the NHS and, and what's going on with this, the COVID situation, because you hear about it, but until, until you think it's happened to you personally, then you don't realise how, how bad it is. And, and I, I, um, I had two COVID tests last week, both came back negative. Um, uh, had one and I went to the doctor. He said, look, you might have had a false negative. They sent me back again, came back again negative. But he said, all your symptoms are those of COVID. And, and, and the symptoms were, it felt like somebody had a foot on my chest wow. and I couldn't breathe. I actually and, and, couldn't and nothing, breathe. And, nothing else, you said? No, you, there wasn't this nothing, cold nothing or else. whatever, yeah. Nothing else. Oh, sorry. When I'm asleep at night time, I was just sweating, but from my neck up, out of my head and my pillow soaking oh, and uh, I'd, I'd walk to make a cup of tea and I was I'd be panting and and I, I actually and I've never been that kind of ill before some people say it might be flu it might be this it wasn't because I wasn't bunged up I had a dry cough that just started where if I spoke to people I, I'd lose breath and then um, and then I'd have to I'd be coughing it's calmed down a hell of a lot uh, but the the last I ended up going into Northern General Hospital and mm. they uh, they, the doctor said, look, your, your symptoms are those of COVID, even though you, we've had two negatives tests back. Mm. Uh, they gave me the, the antibiotics they would give somebody that would have COVID, that's what she told me. Uh, so, but I've got, to, I've got to ask you to go for a chest X-ray on uh, Tuesday, on Monday. Well, I've got to mm. do it on Tuesday now. And um, so it's confusing. That you've got people like Dave Caldwell, fit as a fiddle. And I was mm. talking to him last week because he was actually going to stand in for me mm. at the weekend. And he was just asking me stuff about, about the, 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 the fighters. And um, he said, I'm just waiting for my, my test back. He said, I'm all right. I feel like Superman. I'm just, he got a negative, he got a negative test back. Absolutely. Oh, man. Did, so he, did, he, did they check that? Did they have to check that test then to see that, to check yeah. that he was positive? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. So he got, a, he got a positive test back. Yeah. And I took two tests last week and they were both negative. And I was on death. I thought I was on death zone. And one thing I do know is, if my mother had what I had last week, she'd be dead. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, I know that if, if there's, a, soul, if, if there's a, a person that's old that's struggling to breathe and move about, yeah. I know, I understand now why they'd be dead. Because it was, pro honestly, I'm a fit guy. I'd, I'd mm. go on the step and I'd do level eight for 45 minutes <laughs> and breathe. And, 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 and I'm, I'm struggling to do level five for, five, for 20 minutes. Did, did you lose um, your sense of taste and smell and stuff like that? Because that's some of the symptoms. That's what makes it so confusing, isn't it? It's trying to get no, a picture of it. No, that's what I'm saying. Unless, unless not, 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 I didn't. And that's mm. what I'm saying. It was confusing because it was all localized to my breathing and, and then, then my coughing and the sweating out of the head. Mm. And uh, and so I was asked about that. I went, no, not at all. I can, I think I can taste my food. <laughs> well, I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a pig, so probably yeah. I probably didn't realise I wasn't tasting it. But uh, <laughs> so that's Wait. why that's why I had to have the weekend off from the show because um, uh, that's I just didn't know. And even now yeah. they've not said quarantine. So mm. so so I could have had two false negatives. They've not said quarantine. So. Uh, but I'm going to go for the chest x-ray tomorrow. And, mm. uh, I'm, I'm just, I am going to quarantine uh, just in case, you know, for as long as I can, until yeah. it's gone completely. Uh, but how you're talking to me today is a, free, is a good day because 
probably yesterday afternoon is the best day in my I can I'm talking I'm not uh, I'm not coughing as much um, yeah. and uh, my breathing's better so complex isn't it it's, it's fascinating because yeah, people it's thought it you know you, you confuse it with flu but from what you're saying it's something distinct that's very uh, particular uh, to breathing I, I feel for the government because if they just said look we don't know mm. we're, we're learning as we go then they'd get more respect but when they're saying you need to do this 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 and this and this is what i'll do when you when you when you tell people like you know what you're talking about then you're gonna you're gonna yeah. be beaten but if you think when this first hit the uk boris johnson said look we don't know you know we, we, I mean, he more or less put his hands up he got more respect for that honesty than the bullshit that we're getting now mm. uh, yeah and yeah. Um, so, so um, yeah, the mask, the mask, and the two meters and stuff. No, I didn't. Do you think that? I mean, where did you think you pick? You potentially picked it up. It's, it's kind of. I, 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 you know what? I have absolutely no idea. Absolutely yeah. no idea. And that's what I'm saying. I just think none of my fam, none of my, my my daughters live next door. My ex wife lives next door. Uh, they they so far haven't got it. Um, um, and and that's it. But I just honestly, it's just. I'm totally baffled, totally baffled. Mm. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty apt time to talk about your fitness program, isn't it, Johnny? Because I guess on a serious note, having that reserve of fitness probably has helped you over the weekend, I'd imagine, because it's better than oh the, the, the being close to, close to the edge or you know, being overweight and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the thing is, I've been doing our workout for the past month. I've gone up to 19 stone. I've dropped down to 17, 10. Wow. 10. You're not, you're not having um, to change your clothes, are you, for work? <laughs> <laughs> I've done under 17, I've done under 17, 10, because I was, it got me a good sweat on it. Was like, it was just good to get the cardiovascular going because you're at home and sometimes if you're not going to the gym, you're, um, you, you, you just think, I can't be bothered. It's something to do at home. And mm. I think it might be in a lifesaver, you know, mm. because, because I can imagine if I wasn't fit, can imagine if I was still stuck up at 90 stone and unfit. Mm. Um, you just don't know. You just don't know. But the, but but that I, I actually so I've given myself. I promised myself I'm not going to do anything until the end of this week, mm. and and it's killing me <laughs> because I want to I want to do something. But I remember the last time I tried something and I was out of breath and I was felt faint. And so mm. I thought I've got to get it right. So I'm going to finish my course of antibiotics, which finished on Friday, and then I'm going to get back into it again. Yeah, um, because it's something I can. I don't have to jump straight into do a twelve round workout. I can do four rounds and build up to mm. six, build up to but eight, build up to ten, it, and do it that way. It's a boxing workout, isn't it? With Spencer Oliver as well for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bo- it was Spencer Oliver's idea actually. It was like basically when you're in the gym, we will shadow box. We've got to warm up. We've got to cool down. And 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 if you're not a professional, this is actually a workout. It's a tough yeah. workout. And 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 that's what it is. It's basically twelve rounds. Of, of of shadow boxing and, mm. and the shots will shout, will, will shout the shots that you need to throw the combinations you need to throw uh, the punch ratios you need to throw uh, and and each round is different uh, and each round you're learning something new eventually when you become proficient at it you could do it with ease yourself and mix the rounds up yourself spencer and i are individualizing and talking to the camera and talking to you and uh, and then motivating doing it with you well, trust me, my, my, it is not, it's not easy. It's well, not easy mate, I've only, I've only done one proper, and it wasn't even sparring or anything like that. We did one boxing session down at TKO Canning Town Gym. I think it was Jimmy yeah. Tibbs, and that was exhausting. Just throwing punches. It was the most tired I've ever been. Yeah, got used well, to that. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, if you do it in your own home, 
if you're gonna look an idiot, you might as well look an idiot by yourself. So, uh, so, so, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we. Uh, he's a genius idea from Spencer. Really good idea. I said, when he told me, I said, "Listen, if you don't do this, I'm gonna do this." Yeah. So, so let's do it together. So uh, great. Yeah, good workout. Good so, session. so you do you technically teach people how to punch on the program, or do you just sort of yeah. show show so, them a punch? Yeah. So, so what we do is we show them the combinations and show them the, the body position, the elbow yeah. position, the wrist, the wrist position. When we're throwing the shots on a one shot, a two shot, or even a simple jab or slip a one, two. Mm. And then you, you, then you mix it up and you, you create combinations. And once people get those combinations in their head, then they think, ah, I've got it. And it's just creating a pattern, a brain pattern. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then that's when you can get all... Uh, uh, you can create cameos of little, little, little zippets of special. Which is, oh, you have to mix it up. This myself. So uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. And uh, yeah, I need, to, I need to do. I need to do it. I need to do it because I'm too too much of a wussy to do any proper boxing. But I think it would be good to uh, go online, do the fitness. Go online. It's get on it at johnnynelson.co.uk. Yep. Fantastic. And you can do so, you say it's 36 minute maximum, so 12 rounds, or you can, yeah, do, you have, do, you have, do you have breaks between the rounds or how does it work? Is yeah, it? one minute. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> You're fighting. You get one minute. Oh, but man. you don't have to jump straight into it. You can like start off doing four rounds. That's what I'm going to do this weekend. Then yeah. we're back in next weekend do it that way. I think that'd be good on a laptop as well with a bigger screen because I've done like apps and the problem with apps is I keep having to pick my phone up to look at them when I'm trying to do sit-ups and stuff and you're like, you know, it's yeah. sort of like you get distracted and then you get a message on your phone from someone saying you should do this and you, you sort of lose, right. your, lose your rhythm. It's, it is, it is, try, honestly, you, you, will, you will like it. You will like it. I've got a lot of people coming on saying that they're trying it. I'm going to create some kind of challenge competition, yeah, uh, an online challenge competition and I'll see what, who's, who's got the best form. Good stuff. Well, you're right. Yeah, take it easy as well, because my old man's a doctor, and I spoke to another doctor who runs an optimal health clinic around here, and he was saying, don't overdo it at the moment, because it does depress your immune system if you do too much. It's that kind of, um, that balance, isn't there, I suppose, at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, you do too much, you knock yourself off again. You make yourself even more depressed, and, that, and, and I don't know, maybe with age, I've, I've disciplined myself to be, behave means behave, just rest up and don't do anything. Mm. Uh, so, uh, I might, I might try some stomach crunches today. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I've, I've, I've raised the tiger now. I was going to yeah, speak yeah. to you. And I, I was going to try and say I was, I was organised and coincided with Black History Month, but I've watched the. Um, it's just the fact that it is, happens to be Black History Month. But for ages, I've been watching the Sky documentaries. Actually, Ed Robinson at Sky recommended them to me in a phone call the other week about um, we've got Sunny Liston, one Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, mm -hmm. some fantastic ones. But I wanted to specifically speak about Sunny Liston because he seems more of a not a mythical character, but there's so, so much uncertainty and unknown around him, like even his date of birth and, and kind of growing up in Arkansas, when I think 25 kids. I mean, he's a phenomenal character, isn't he? What, what, what do you think of Sonny Liston? Sonny Liston was the original Mike Tyson. Sonny mm. Liston uh, was terrifying. Um, and I mean, terrifying to most. And, and, and the thing is, we, we'd, we'd gotten used to seeing bad guys. So that's why the likes of Mike Tyson uh, were were a gimmick. They were they were entertaining. I loved the Logan. But mm. imagine being Sonny Liston then, 1953, <laughs> when he first started fight, uh, competing. So back then, at a time of such a, such unrest in in, in black um, in black America, yeah, uh, how he was. Uh, he wasn't. He was he was feared by the whites because of his association with a mob. He was he was shunned by the blacks because of his association with a mob. Um, and and this guy was a, a lone soldier. He was happy to 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 work the way he did. The ex-convict, 
um, uh, and and so and so this guy worked on intimidation, and it, it's not just entertainment to intimidation, like when a camera's there or when someone's stood in front of you and you want to shoot mm. right. This is what he did for a living, and uh, and he, he terrorised people, um, uh, and he, a lot of fighters were beaten before they got in with him. Uh, you hear the stories about Floyd Patterson. And, yeah. and Floyd Patterson, again, the, the, people actually know the, the background to this guy. He wasn't a very confident guy in regards of what he achieved. Mm. And he used to travel with a, a cap, a wig, and a false moustache in his bag when he went to a show. <laughs> and just in case he, if he lost, he could put it on and leave out the back door. You wow. know, this is, this is the mentality. He's a, he's he a good-looking good guy, Floyd Patterson, wasn't he? As well. He was, yeah, uh, yeah, he was. And that's what I'm saying. So when he went in to fight Sonny Liston, Floyd Patterson was more of a light heavyweight than, or, uh, than, 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 uh, yeah. than, than a heavyweight. So when you went to fight a big, a big unit, long gone, big punching, aggressive, mourn like Sonny Liston, he'd actually, he'd actually, he was broken before he even got in there. And, and um, it's, yeah, it's, I tell you what, John, it's really fascinating listening to the story as well. It's that you realise with Black America, the, the sort of the, the figures of boxing going from Jack Johnson through Joe Lewis all the way up to Sonny Liston and obviously Muhammad Ali sort of embraced yeah. the world in, in, in an inequality cause really around Vietnam and everything else. But you, you realise that it, it, you track through the, the heavyweight boxers, the whole of American social cultural evolution of the 20th century. It's amazing, isn't it? And it seems like Sonny Liston was, was quite a pivotal figure in that yeah. because he really challenged authority. And I mean, John Kennedy, John Kennedy, the president, didn't want um, uh, Patterson to fight him, did he? I think it was almost like an edict from the president. Not uh, exactly, exactly. But, but you remember, to be a heavyweight champion then, especially in, in, in a place like America, it was dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Jack, John, Jack Johnson, you know, he, he couldn't even box for a heavyweight title. And people don't even realise it got to the point when he, he was more or less banished. He has to do a run from America. He's a bullfighter in Spain. He actually even came to England when he was on the run. Yeah. You know, and, 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 yeah. and so you look at Sonny Liston, how he was as a black man with the circles that he was moving in, not accepted by the blacks or the whites because they thought he was a, a mafia henchman. Uh, and and, and so, so, so this guy then, what he did was he just did his own thing. He thought, you know what, this is me. So mm. to be a heavyweight how uh, at the time and still uh, be be a, uh, um, uh, successful at what he did. Um, I think towards the end of his career, I think he loved boxing more than boxing loved him. Yeah. Because after his loss to to Cassius Clay, then Muhammad Ali. After after that, I think that that really rocked him. But he still was a world contender mm. up, to, up to when he died. And how, um, how and, do you feel about the losses to Clay? Because they were sort of controversial at the time. You say the association with the mob almost clouded every issue, isn't it? Because people then question whether it was a gambling order that he had to, to, to come, he quit on his stool in the first fight and then there was a the first round knockdown and me and my wife were rewinding it over and over again the other night, just looking at it, trying to get that, and she's not a massive boxing fan, but she's well, interested in getting that right, so that, that right cross from Ali that, that came across and, you know, right, you can so, quite so, see. So, yeah, so that's, that, that's either some unbelievable choreography mm. or the shot landed because... Yeah. Because that shot, it's not you can, like you can time the shot. It's not like he threw it two or three times before. And, and, and so Sonny thought, right, next time he's going to drop. Beautiful choreography. It was a, if it was a setup, if he stank, because it was that one shot anchor punch, clipped him on the forehead. And listen, you know what? We watched the other night. Uh, one of the fighters, Law, got hit on the forehead. Joe Law, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. his reaction. Yeah. You know, it was like, and, 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 and it, you looked at the shot, you thought, well, what was that? Where did it land? You know, and it'll spin the brain. And mm. so, so with that, with Sonny Liston, no, I'm not buying into uh, it, it was for the mob. I don't, I'm not buying into it. 
I think I think he might have been under pressure left, right, and centre, but I think there was far too much pride for him to 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 throw that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and I think there was just far too much of his involvement there. I just think the mob to have hold of the heavyweight the heavyweight champion was more powerful than anything because at one point the mob controlled boxing. And mm. so, so, so once they lost the control of the heavyweight champion, they lost their control of boxing because they didn't have Ali because he was surrounded by the black Muslims that protected yeah. him from the, from the mafia. So, yeah. so, so when people are trying to go into these conspiracy theories, you've got to think, really, you've got to think, come on, business-wise, it's, it's not good business sense. I, I've not heard of anybody that had a massive payout on, on, on the, um, um, and I mean a ridiculously large sum payout on the, on the first round knockout. Yeah, um, and um, he was coming forward, wasn't he? And he was throwing a jab, so I guess the momentum may have sort of yeah, the momentum doubles the impact. He doubles impact, and that's why you just look and you think. So when you're talking about conspiracy theories, no, his lifestyle, his life outside the ring, his life uh, even from being born to dying is yeah. mysterious. But this guy is part of, like it or not, he's part of uh, part of our sporting history, and mm. uh, in our sport, you have a hero or a villain. And 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 our league was initially a villain. Yeah, where, you know they, the, they wanted Liston to win, didn't they? The first one. What's what I'm saying? So from from, yeah. from Liston being the villain, he he was revered to be the hero when fighting our league. And if you look at our league's first twelve fights, people hating him, they booed him. <laughs> you know, and, and that that's that's our sport. So Sonny Liston, yeah, uh, he was a sign of the times, a sign of a side of America that that people didn't didn't see or didn't want to see. Sonny Liston was the original Mike Tyson. Mm. Uh, so, 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 so Mike Tyson, I don't know about the intelligence of Sonny Liston. Mike Tyson was probably more intellectual version of Sonny Liston, mm. Uh, mm. Uh, verbally articulate uh, uh, version of Sonny Liston. Because Customato as well had that influence, didn't he, on Think Pong? Yes, he, he, yes, yeah. he did. And so, so, uh, so therefore, Sonny Liston, uh, he will never get the credit what he deserved because of his surroundings. He, even though he was still, he's still ranked in the top 10, top five of, of, mm-hmm. of the world's best heavyweights. This is questionable. Uh, but um, uh, but he will never get the credit he deserves because of the Ali um, um, situation. Yeah. You know, you've got to look at this guy, guy coming through. You look at how he got to where we got to. But what you know, a film, he, well, yeah, what a film his story would be as well. Because I found it, I was in a clothing store the other day and I saw a black and yellow check shirt. I was thinking I'll get that. And it made me think of Sonny Liston because they said that <laughs> the reason he kept getting caught is he kept wearing this yellow and black shirt. Yeah, this yellow shirt. Yeah. It's like walking about in a, walking in a shop with a, a robber's <laughs> mask on and a striped yeah. top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but he couldn't read or write, could he? But you see, you, the, the, the sort of cultural and the, the, the change of the world, he was he was pulling a plow for his dad, who was pretty unpleasant to him, wasn't he? His dad whipped him and stuff for thinking Arkansas. So, so, so remember, remember that generation of Sonny List, uh, Sonny List's generation. His parents or his gab- grandparents were descent, they, 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 they were direct descendants of slavery. Yeah, and and so and and how so how his father was with him is how the slave master was with his father. Uh, and 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 so and and one of twenty three kids, I think it is. So so what? So when people look at his life, look at how he is. What had he got to run back to? I'll give you an example. My my cousin lives here now. Yeah. And he's from Jamaica. 
Jamaica's a beautiful sun-kissed island. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous, great food. And I said to him, why did you want to leave Jamaica to come to England? He mm. said, Johnny, it's all right when you're going on holiday for a week or two. <laughs> but, but, but all of a sudden, you know, when you've got nothing, you know, you've got all this beauty, beauty around you, the sun, the sand, the beach, the mm. beautiful hotels, but you've got no money, you've got no living, you've got nothing. It's the hell on earth. Mm. So, 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 so it's all right to go on a holiday. And you look at Sonny Liston, you look at where he's from. He had no way to go apart from up. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so you can understand his, his, his drive, his, his anger, his, his, his reputation, because, because of where he came from. Mm. And, and when he looks at, you know, you and I, people like you and I will look at our parents as home. Wherever your parents are, they're your home. They're, yeah. That's your love. So, so, so home, if, you, if your father's treating you like a, a, a mule and, and you, you, you're leaving, you've got nothing. If you're on the streets and you, your life is on the streets, you don't know where your next meal comes from. It's a different mentality. So most people listening to this will not be able to relate to, to, to a Sonny Liston, his background, his upbringing, his attitude. Uh, but it's understandable. Yeah. One of 25 and, and, kids as well. I mean, your parents, that's a different experience with your parents. My granddad was one of 13, I think, and he was actually younger yeah. than his nephew because his, wow. his, old, his oldest sister had a baby before his mum had him. So it was like, but that was like 100 years ago. So that was even across the world was a, it was a similar phenomenon of huge families. But you're not going to get the love and attention and the development that you would do nowadays in a, you know, a smaller <laughs> family. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's why, that's why I think his life, uh, Sonny Liston life <clears throat> listen you, 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 if, you, if you really dig in you'll dig into the life of Ali you dig into the life of Floyd Patterson Jack Johnson Sugar yeah. Ray Robinson Sugar Ray Lennon you, and, and, and unfortunately there's not enough historical information to, mm. to, to give a true representation of Sonny Liston and his life do, do you think they're all connected? Do you have to connect? Because you, you look at Sonny Liston and then you think, I have to go back to Joe Lewis, who was almost a reaction to Jack Johnson, as you say, in terms of yeah. how he handled himself. And there was a rift between the two, wasn't there? And there was sort of, he was a, a lot more compliant to white society, Joe yeah. Lewis, whereas so Jack, Jack Johnson was more of a, a rebel. But he had to be a rebel at that time, surely. Yeah, so he, it, was yin, it was yin and yang. So Jack Johnson did all the things a black man shouldn't do that would get him hung. Yeah. In, in, the, in the early 19, uh, 1900s, like around that time, it would have got him hung and he was a rebel, you know, and, and, so, and, and so then you go to Joe Lewis, he's singing, I don't want, I don't want his, I'm not like him, you know, I'm, yes, you know, he's trying to be compliant, he's trying to be mm. the, uh, the darling, the sweetheart. And then you go further on. And so, so the, the, the nice guys are mm. getting a pat on the back and yeah, good boy, this, that, and the other. And then you go further on to the likes of Sonny Liston. Yeah. And Sonny Liston uh, is playing the bad man because he's thinking, well, trying to play the good guy gets me nowhere. I can't play the good guy. I'm going to play me. Mm. And, and so, so people like that would come to see him win or see him lose. And then, and then you get Ali comes through. Ali, all of a sudden, it's a great idea with Cassius Marcellus Clay coming in, this young, brash, mouthy young man. So people are thinking, I don't really like this guy because he's, where Sonny Liston was quiet and intimidating. Yeah. Ollie's loud and brash and in your mouth, in your face, you know, <laughs> and they're bragging and boasting about what he can do. And you think, you know what? I want this kid to be shut up. So all of a sudden you've got yin and yang, you've got quiet, sullen, dark, and then you've got loud, brash, but, um, mm. uh, you know, uh, braggadocious, Irre you know, irreverent, you know, irreverent, yeah, irreverent, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then, so if you look at uh, you look at the ups and downs, the dips and dumps, 
after our league, there was George Foreman. George mm. Foreman was intimidating. He was big. So he's thinking, I can either be our league or I can be, uh, can be Sonny Liston. He copied then Liston, you go on, he? Yeah. yeah, you go on to Ice and then you look at your Mike Tysons. Your Mike Tyson chose intimidation, fear, uh, mental, war- mental warfare. Oh, oh, so you're either going to have the personality and the sharpness and the wit of our league uh, mm. and the character when not many fighters have even today not many fighters have it, oh, he's, because, it, it when you look back it's amazing how good an orator he was wasn't he I mean he was yeah. and he was so quick on the spot when you watch the old interviews with Parkinson's he'd turn a phrase yeah. and just just a sense of humor was so dry yeah, as well yeah, exactly and and then you look at you you look at your Sunday lessons they'd look like someone driving two miles out compared to Ollie. Mm. So, so, so that was his role. That's what, was what he took on. And he played his role. Sonny Liston played, played his role well. Uh, and Sonny Liston, um, Sonny Liston, it fitted him. He, and, and yes, he wasn't uh, an overly academically educated individual. So therefore, for, for Sonny, just being himself worked better for him uh, mm. and, and got, him, got him to become world heavyweight champion. So you yeah. can't blame you can't blame him. And F- Foreman copied him, but that wasn't Foreman's true character, was it? Which I wonder was maybe an issue with his early career because then he came back well, as a sort well, of ro- well, ro- roly poly preacher, or maybe yeah, changed, well, I, maybe yeah, changed. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where's Where's Foreman actually? Um, I think Foreman initially was. I hear Foreman. He, he's still not easy work off camera. On camera, he'll put an oh. amazing smile. Say what oh, he's okay. got to say. And so once he became a preacher and found God, there's still that intimidating factor about him. Mm. Just like Nigel Ben. Nigel Ben has found the Lord. But there's still that intimidating factor around him. Uh, Mike Tyson, is, he's, he's, he's a Muslim and he's saying, I'm not the person I was. But there's still an intimidating factor around them when you speak to these people one-on-one. Yeah. And so, so, Especially so, now, Tyson's changed again, isn't he? Apparently, with the training for the Roy Jones Jr. exhibition matches, apparently he's, yeah. he's, re- he's reignited the sort of flame. Yes, exactly, exactly, and so so it brings out. I look at boxing now and I think, wow, imagine the things, especially with social media now. You could play it and I could wind fighters up and wind <laughs> the fans up. God, and I was field day, but but you got to do what works for you. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 with for Sonia Liston, he was a proper raw. He was just a fighter. He just wanted to fight. He wanted to hurt you, and he'd be happy to do that. How important was the heavyweight champion in the world when we look back? Because I, I think, Johnny, I look at it and you, you mentioned, we talk about Jack Johnson. I was looking at the dates. The Emancipation Proclamation from Abraham Lincoln was 1863. Civil mm. War ended in the States, 1865, which Johnson's father fought in. So that's, yeah. you know, 13 years. Jack Johnson's then born. He said he was raised with white boys in a gang. So he kind of had no sense of inferiority in, in Galveston, yeah. Texas. But he then came on this cultural figure, married white women, you know, violated every so-called rule. But then you follow it all the way up through, through, List, through Lewis, through Liston. That heavyweight figure almost seemed to be so emblematic of, of society's change, but almost pushing society as well, wasn't it? It wasn't just responding to it or mirroring it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and now if you look back in that in history, you, you see how symbolic certain acts of, of, of heavyweight fighters was to, to that time and how, how it could have swayed people's opinions or people's, uh, people's points of view. Uh, and uh, I, I think for, 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 for Sonny Liston, again, it was just symbolic of the time. You, you're either, you're either uh, in or you're out. And he was, he was not accepted by 
uh, uh, by, by, by a, a majority of, of blacks because he thought we're trying to give this impression as though uh, this is the last thing we are, but you're, you're not a great representation of us because the people you move with are gangsters in yeah. the mafia. So, 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 so black people are thinking, nah, I don't want to really associate myself with that. White people are, think, white people are thinking, well, <coughs> um, um, you know what, this guy, uh, uh, this guy, uh, this guy is, is with the mob. And, yeah. uh, and, 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 and so, so he was, he was in, between, in between. So what he had to do, well, he had to do what worked for him. Mm. That's what he had to do. Yeah. That's what he had to do for him. And, and Ali, Ali was the champion at a time when the civil rights, I mean, this is the crazy thing. It's a hundred years from the civil war. And when we people yeah. talk about Black Lives Matter, you think they got the, the, the blacks in America got the, the rights in 18, uh, sorry, 1964, I think was civil rights and then 1965 voting rights or whatever it, the, the two were sort of connected. And you just think this is so recent relatively, isn't it? You can see why this is still such a big wound. Uh, so, sorry, say that again. I, you, I miss you there. It just went off there. Oh, sorry, John. I was just saying about the dates, how close they were together when you chased the hundred years from the civil war through to Ali's era was when suddenly uh, black Americans finally got civil rights and voting. Yep. Rights. I mean, it's incredible. It's yep. But it's so it's so recent to our current day. I was born in 1981. Do you know what I mean? It's not long ago at all. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that's why we just don't realize. And I think with what, especially with, with what's happening now, people, I think it's a realization of how real the history of what we see in the books and what we've read is and has been because because it's how it affects people's lives. And I think the closest one for us is when Mike Tyson tells you about how he grew up. Mm. And you think, can that be for real? And you think, wow. And I think both black and white people are thinking, you know, now it's made people aware, made people, um, uh, it's made people conscious. And that's why, especially now it's Black History Month. And, and, and to me, black, black History Month to me, uh, it, is a, it represents a chance to, to, to set, to, for people to see uh, positive role models within black society. And I don't just mean us in sport, I mean in business, I mean in industry. Uh, and because unfortunately, uh, as time has gone on in the past, there's not been enough positive black role models for, for young black men and women growing up and for young white men and women growing up. So therefore, yeah. it's changed the narrative and the understanding and the point of view of, 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 of black people. Mm. And that heavyweight had that just commanded respect for the whole world, which is why it was so significant, I think, with Jack Johnson, Joe Lewis, that it, that it almost was a physical emblematic proof that, you know, everyone's the same. That was it, wasn't yeah. it? I think that was it. It was just it was, yeah, and that's it, what undeniable. That's what I Our sport's a leveller. And regardless of what politics you play to keep a man out of the ring, when the bell goes, that's the leveller. No matter what colour you are or aren't, no matter what your, your financial background is or isn't, when the bell goes, that the, the truth is out. So it's not about colour, it's about skill. It's yeah. about ability. It's just so crazy, isn't it, when you think about it? It's just, it just still beggars belief to me that it's like about how much melanin you have in your skin and people used it as a stick to beat each other for so long. It's, it's frightening. It is, but it's ignorance, and it, but it's now about education, and, and I think the world's in a great position where people are now having conversations. Some of them are uncomfortable, but the conversations uh, uh, to the stage where people are educating each other. Mm. And yes. if they educate each other, then people know better. And, uh, and, and it's not just white to black, it's black to white. Mm. Uh, it's just people understanding and asking questions that you just wouldn't know that you just, you'd assume you knew the answer to. 
so actually, it's a good time. Unfortunately, it's a pandemic kind of at the moment. So, <laughs> so but, but things are a little intense. Yeah. So certain things are misunderstood. I, I, you know, a lot of sometimes I've even put stuff on social media and just about education of 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 what about today's society and our sport and, and things like that. And sometimes you get so much some ignorance coming through. And I actually don't delete the ignorance. I leave it there because I want people to read the ignorance and mm. then they they would then question themselves and think, how can somebody be so stupid? Mm. So I don't I don't delete any negative things. I don't delete uh, delete um um uh, uh, racist i don't leave any i, I keep it on because i want people to see it to mm. create debate and that's yeah. it and, and that and that that's just how it is yeah we're fighting online hate at sky and that's been illuminating to me actually speaking to colleagues women and people who are non-white as well non-white men because actually you realize that you know, i very rarely get any kind of sort of vitriol online and there's definitely people who still do and it's it just seems so depressing and i've had awkward conversations as a white guy and i think you feel that guilt associated yeah 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 it's called white yeah, yeah and it's called white guilt yeah and and, and and the thing is it's unfair of me to browbeat you about what your great 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 grandfather might have done mm. and, and and so and it, it, even now like somebody blaming me for what my brother does my brother's an idiot yeah so 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 and what it is is when when compound combined with that that guilt that that white guilt that's there uh, people just think, I don't like this feeling. I don't want to have this yeah. conversation. No, not again. I get it. I totally get it. But but uncomfortable conversations have to be had. Get done. Mm. You know, and then you can say, well, actually, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. Yeah. Let's do and it, it. And it Let's just, do. yeah, and it always seems so ridiculous as, as well in the sense of it could be hair colour, it could be eye colour, we could have fixed upon, yeah. we could have done anything by, you know, way yeah. of differentiating. Yeah. We, all, we all come from Africa and, uh, and black people in Africa, ultimately, at some point down the line, you know, it's where, we, where human beings came from. Yeah. Right? So. But, 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 but believe me, um, I know we're digressing a little bit, but, but, but yeah. racism comes from within as well, because you could be in, in Jamaica and if you've got light skin, black and and your dark skin black there's a difference you know there's a there's a difference of how you're treated or expectations in the india uh, too right i think yeah hollywood wow really so this is human nature um uh but but obviously the 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 terrible atrocities that have have occurred um, Mm. uh uh, that that is why i think this has to be addressed and addressed address in a big big way yeah. and it has to be dealt with and we have to educate the youngsters coming through so when we talk about fighters like jack johnson when we talk about fighters like sonny liston our league and, and, and we, we talk about the history of our sport it, it just it's just so people understand it was the test of time how how things were situations were at that time mm. and how and why certain fighters were the way they were mm. Yeah, we want to map a progression there, hopefully, as well. And hopefully, you know, it would be great if it all ended today, tomorrow and we could all just treat each other like on our own merits, like you say. Some people are good, some people are I, more I, challenged I believe, and stuff like that. Yeah, I do believe, I do believe it will happen, in, mm. but probably not in my lifetime. I think my, my, my grandkids uh, will be the beneficiary of, of, yeah. of this, uh, of, of what's happening now. Um, uh, and it will slowly but surely be be, be pushed pushed to one side or or be a little more subtle. But mm. until I have grandkids, um, uh, that's where we'll see there'll be such a massive change. Where I'll say, "Oh my God, remember back <laughs> in the day, if you were not," and that's how it'll be. 
Yeah, yeah, and I think tri- you know avoiding tribalism, be it you know skin color or politics or whatever it is, people want to be in camps and groups against other groups. I think actually you try and be, you know, inclusive and try and think openly to to all, on all all walks of life. But I wanted to quickly ask you, Johnny, before you go, because I'm bearing in mind you may well have had COVID over the weekend, and I'm, I'm dragging you on to keep keep talking. But how did Sunny Liston die? Do you feel was it a mob job, or what? What was your final conclusion on that? Because that's a, a mysterious life ending in in a mysterious and sad way. Yeah, 1970, they found his body January the 5th. Uh, and I know this because my birthday is January the 4th. And at the time I thought to myself, like you wow. were three years old about the time when they found his body. Mm. Uh, so so, so it was pumped full of drugs uh, and alcohol. Uh, some said he didn't touch drugs. Uh, that, you know, it, 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 again, it's questionable because, because that was... The, the the environment he was in, you know, he he, he dealt he dealt with people, his, his, the people that were around him. Um, uh, that's what that was their environment. Did he did he upset somebody? Did he um, uh, uh, did he put himself in that situation um, where where he was bumped off? I think it's it's, it's very possible. But I tell you mm. one thing. Uh, if they did that, there would have been a hell of a fight in that room because this guy could still fire. What was he, 39 years old, 40 yeah. years old? When and he fought, fought, we- fought Webner recently, hadn't he, I think, before he punched yeah, up Webner. Yeah, he fought Webner, yeah, exactly. So, so um, uh, it's shrouded in mystery, uh, but I wouldn't write it off. I wouldn't no. at all write it off. I just think um, um, it, it's very possible because especially the law and especially a lot of things, corrupt cops at, at that time and, and, uh, and, and, and just corruption at the time, you can see how things could be fitted up or yeah. how things just naturally, naturally occur and naturally occur. Because again, it's like you're talking about the first Ali fight. I mean, the, the anchor punch in the second Ali fight, people are thinking that, you know, set up, it's by the mob because it, it fits the narrative. Let's, it, yeah. that's not, I don't, that can't be right. And I just think, well, that must mean some unbelievable choreography <laughs> about these two uh, for, 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 for that to happen. Conspiracy theories that, yeah, abound. Well, yeah, John, it's been great to speak to you. I definitely recommend people watch the, the Sonny Liston documentary, Pariah, the lives, the lives and deaths of, of Sonny Liston, because he is an incredible figure. And I think, you know, like you say, the prism of, of looking back at the heavyweight champions of America, particularly the black heavyweight champions in the 20th century, the world champions, it, it gives you a sense and an insight into a lot of the issues now because those guys effectively were heroes and renowned. And actually through them, through their lives, we see, we see an insight into the current debate and, and the history of it. Yeah, with, without a doubt. I think uh, if you've got a chance, watch this Sonny Liston documentary because it's not just about seeing, watching the heroes. You want to see the good and bad in our sport. Brendan said... He said to me, Johnny, boxing it is, it is uh, worse than dirty, rotten, prostituting game. But boxing, <laughs> it is, but boxing it is best. It's the sweetest science you will ever, ever come across. Yeah. And, yeah. and he said, but that's boxing. You know, and that, that's so true. You see the good and the bad of it. You see the great stories, the good stories. You see the sad stories, the bad stories. Yeah, definitely so. And I think it's powerful. And it shows you how society's mentioned the corruption, how hopefully we're, we're slightly less corrupt than we were back there as a, yeah. in, in the West. Quick thought, um, does Loma recover from the Lopez loss at the weekend? A complete random thought? Uh, so Loma, I think... Um... Uh, I think he, 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 he came, he's 32 years old. He came across a young, hungry man at 23 uh, that, um, uh, that wasn't intimidated, was full of fire. Uh, I think he was hurt every time he was hit to the body. Mm. Um, I think Loma, um, he, now he's saying that um, uh, he thinks he won the fight. I'll tell you what he's done, that what happened. We've seen a blueprint to this 
to this man that everybody said pound for pound best. And I, and I hate it when people say that. He's the best, he's this, that, and the other, because people buy into it. And I could say the same about you, I'd say, I saw, I say a Drake for five, fine, 15 guys if we knocked him out, then they'll tell someone else, they'll tell someone yeah. else, you're the best fight in the world. So when people say this, that when we, I'm thinking, no, everybody's beatable. And I saw that when he, when he boxed uh, Luke Campbell, yeah. Luke Campbell did a lot better than what I thought. I thought, this guy's beatable. You know, you look at you like a, a, a Devin Haney. They're saying mm. this guy's an exploit. No, he's not. Mm. This guy's like, he's no, nowhere near. This guy's very beatable. Mm. Uh, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying um, um, uh, Lopez is, 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 you know, some people saying the greatest. He's not the greatest. He's had no. 16 professional but fights. He, he pushed him away, didn't he? That was clever, just pushing Loma, Loma away. Yeah, he all pushed the time. him away. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. So, so when you look at your likes of Usyk and you look at likes of Lomachenko, their training, their training methods are unorthodox. And, and so people think, oh, my God, they're brilliant. No, they're not. They're unorthodox. You know, I, was, I, brought, I was brought up in a gym with people like this, and you just got to deal with them differently. When, you, when, they, when, they, when you're trying to slip around and swing around the shot and hit from behind, push them off, step back, push them in the chest. It's, yeah. about, it's about understanding up close combat when you're fighting somebody as a boxer. So what they're doing, he and Usyk, are the same that their, their, their methods are unorthodox, but it works because what he was waiting for, he's waiting for Lopez to start to break mentally or, or physically, and then he could try and step it up or maintain what he did from round one up to round six. But it wasn't working because Lopez was still hungry enough and, and had the fire in his belly enough to stick mm. it through. He had he had uh, patches of success, but still. And so so when I, when when I looked, I thought everybody's beatable. And, and he proved he's, he's beatable. And you know what? It's made me look at something like Alexander Usyk and thought, and, and mm. before, he's the best out of them, technically. But I want to see what he's like when he's up against a, a fully-fledged heavyweight that can, that can, that yeah. can bully him, that, yeah. can, that can beat him. Uh, and I want to see what he's like then. So, so he'll get away with it with, with, with 99% of the fighters. But he gets in there with somebody that's big, strong and combined, then there's trouble. I, yeah. I, I didn't say that with him and uh, him and Derek. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I just, I just think there's so many with, with Derek. When he gets with Derek, Derek's big, Derek's strong. I don't think Derek is technically equipped to be able to deal what, with what to expect. So he's got to hope that he can get close and personal with Usyk mm. because Usyk will be coming off angles. He'll be be making it hard for him to get yeah, to, to get into a rhythm. Uh, I don't think I think Derek has got an unbelievable engine. I mm. think uh, uh, I don't think Usyk will uh, stop him. I think the referee will probably jump in and save Derek because it'd be like it'd be like uh, torture, you know, water, water on stone, just drip, drip, tap, tap, <laughs> tap, and that's what it'll be. Uh, but he just told me that everybody's vulnerable, everybody's nice. beatable. Johnny, I appreciate your time, mate. Really do. Thank you so much. Look forward to uh, no. catching up soon. Send me a picture of you and your fitness gear and I'll put it up online as well. Thank you. All right. Nice one, mate. Thank you, mate. Yes. See you Take later. care, buddy. Bye-bye. Yeah, I really appreciate Johnny Nelson's time, actually, to spend time with me there, um, particularly as he got a little bit breathless towards the end of the conversation. 42 minutes we did, and he has been poorly over the weekend, so very grateful for that. I've uh, just messaged him and we'll check that he's... He's okay. Uh, it sounds like he's rebounding, which is fantastic. Got that scan coming up this week, and hopefully he's he's on the mend. But scary stuff with coronavirus. Not that I've been flippant or blasé, but it is challenging, as, as Johnny says there, with Dave Caldwell, the boxing trainer 
having a positive test, but feeling absolutely on top of the world that we're seeing footballers when I go into work at Sky Sports News, testing positive all the time. Neymar, Kylian Mbappe, Cristiano Ronaldo, some of the world's best footballers without symptoms. Even Mikel Arteta, the Arsenal head coach, which was a catalyst for the big sporting sh- uh, shutdown in the UK in March, in part anyway, Premier League shutting down. That seemed to be a significant one in everything kind of being paused, uh, not having symptoms. But to see, hear that really fit guy, Johnny Nelson, uh, in his early 50s, but very fit, very athletic, do all the training and check out his programme. I'm going to check out his programme as well on his website, Johnny Nelson. And him and Spencer all over doing that boxing training. It is exhausting to throw punches. And I need to, to do something that's something a bit different at the moment, I think, to, to keep me entertained and, and enthused. But yeah, that was sobering for me about that. Really enjoyed the conversation around Sonny Liston. Recommend that documentary on Sky, Pariah, The Lives and Deaths of Sonny Liston. Uh, thank you to for you for listening. Thank you to the sponsors as ever, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations and on the subject of immunity to stave off coughs and colds and just optimize your immune systems for possible uh, COVID-19 infection, then cytoplan.co.uk. Big fan of their supplements under the stewardship of my father, who is a GP and nutritionist, micronutritionist in particular. So cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O. P-L-A-N.co.uk and the discount code for 10% off is Draper10, my last name, D-R-A-P-E-R, the number's one zero. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it, guys, and have a great week. Got a few coming up this week, so we'll be back fairly soon on the podcast, I believe. All being well. Bye for now.